Double dip today from the Pro Circuit post-race pulp cast. Thanks to uh, you guys for listening. Thanks to Pro Circuit for making this happen. First up, my buddy Yanni Hovi in Finland caught up with Alex Ray after winning the second night and uh, talked to him about his weekend over in Finland. And then uh, pulp contributor James Berger talked to uh, Chris Blose, Justin Brayton, Dean Wilson, Ronnie Mack, Dan Reardon, and many more down at the Oz uh, XS Open. And uh, so we'll first play up uh, Alex Ray, thanks to Yanni, and then all the Australian pulp cast, thanks to James Berger for doing that for, for us. Thanks to Pro Circuit. Thanks to you guys for listening. Tampere Supercross Alex Ray, uh, everyone in Finland thought that you will win everything here. Uh, second night was pretty rough for you, but uh, oh, sorry, the first night was pretty rough for you. But Very the, rough. But the second night was really good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, tonight went really well. Uh, first in qualifying, first in both heats, and then won both main events. So uh, tonight it actually went pretty much perfect, you know. So uh, I'm stoked, you know. So yeah, we had a we had a good race today. You know, I was fortunate enough to have these uh, these Yamaha guys over here, Blue Crew, everybody, you know, they just, you know, welcomed me in with open hands, and uh, it was great. They gave me a great machine. Um, you know, the bike was phenomenal. Uh, you know, so I was 100% happy. Yeah. Uh, in here, we had the head-to-head race also, and yesterday you won the race, but you also had it pretty rough in the first rounds with uh, Greedy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. He came in pretty hot and took me off the track, but uh, fortunately, we both crashed, Yeah. and I have electric start, so I was able to hit that button and get back going and uh, and get the win, and I wasn't eliminated. And, and uh, Everyone thought after that, that when the race finished, that you would be really mad, but you were all cheers. Oh, yeah, man. You know, it's all fun and, you know, it's all fun and games, you know. It's, we're here to have fun, and, uh, and yeah, it was good. You know, we're racing for money, you know. I mean, yeah, hey, yeah. Anything, anything goes, you know. I mean, I wouldn't say I would have done the same thing yeah. but i would have i would have done it pretty hard too so you know uh but yeah i'm it takes a lot to piss me off so yeah uh, how about the racing in here uh, what's the level of the racing the level's high you know we uh we have harry kulas we have you know some guys fast guys from finland some guys from barcelona you know everywhere all over the world you know and these guys are really really good and uh you know uh, it's great to ride with these guys a different level of racing you know and and everything just different people it's it's nice to miss mix it up and uh i think it's going to be super good coming into anaheim you know that i have a few races under my belt yeah. and you know and those gate drops are going to help and uh it's just going to more prepare me for uh for supercross uh your trip to here was a little bit exciting you missed the plane yeah yeah i got caught in traffic in lax apparently there was a bad wreck but uh we got here I had to spend a little bit of extra money to buy another yeah. flight but you know we got here at like 3 a.m in the morning hadn't slept i was tired all day yeah. Friday, and uh, but yeah, you know, it was. I felt a lot better today. So I, I saw the pulp stickers in your helmet, so he's probably going to pay the flights. Yeah, hopefully, well, probably not. No, he, he's cheap. As, he's cheap. He's not as cheap as like Phil or Wigan, yeah. but I don't know if he's going to foot the bill for a, a full flight. You yes. know, I'm not going to take any of his miles. I know that he likes his first class yeah, way so too much. We all know that. Oh yeah, for sure. Hey, how about the party tonight? You're I'm going? not going. Why? No, I'm Why? not going. Well. Man, I I don't know. There's a pr- the pretty girl over there, she told me that she wasn't yeah, going. 
and it's home. like, yeah, I'm like, you're going there? No, I wish, you know, heck. But uh, no, I'm gonna go back, go to sleep. You know, uh, I'm on a strict program right now with Davy and Pablo and uh, my, you know, my trainers, you know, and they're they're helping me out so much, and you know, I'm giving them my all, you know, my 100% because you know, I mean, you know, that's what I need to do. So I'm gonna go home, go to bed. Uh, it sounds like you have become a little bit boring guy now with all the training. What? Party. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm I'm not 18 no more, man. I wake up in the morning and I feel it now. You know, yeah. I'm 24 now and uh, I feel like an old man. You know, it can't be. I sit on a plane hungover for that long. It's, yeah. it's rough. Yeah. So, so. Uh, yeah, and plus, you have to report Davy about the race. Oh, yeah, yeah. All that, you know, 100% strict. You know, drink water and. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, water and lettuce. But. Uh, how about from here to now on to Anaheim? What's gonna happen uh full swing of boot camp you know uh, i've been on the phone with davy you know while i've been here you know while he's recovering and everything you know he's telling me what to do you know he's giving me the wise words whenever i uh i'm feeling down you know yesterday i wasn't riding the best and uh and he knew exactly what to say so to to bring me up and uh you know my trainer pablo you know we're we're working hard you know so right when i get back Full swing, boot camp, uh, you know, training my balls off and, you know, moto, 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 bicycle, gym, everything. Yeah. You know, just uh, getting that last minute fitness up uh, before Anaheim. So it's going to be good. Okay. Cool. Thanks a lot, Alex. And <laughs> it was nice to see you here and we'll see you hopefully here again next year. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Hopefully. So uh, we'll see. Cool. Cool. Thanks, man. Yeah. So here we are at the 2017 AusX Open with rock star, Husqvarna, American superstar, Dean Wilson. So Dean, this is your first visit to Australia. How have you enjoyed it so far? Yeah, I'm loving it. I'm loving it. Um, it's been a really good trip so far. We've done we've done a lot, seen a lot around the city. Um, and getting to race here is just like a cherry on top. So just really enjoying it and um, yeah, having fun. Now, there's been a lot talked about this year. Obviously, you were without a factory ride for the uh, 2016 season. You went out, spent your own money, got a motorcycle, did the first few West Coast rounds, really turned in some great results. Got an opportunity with the Rockstar Husqvarna team, and that's turned into a full contract. So you must be uh, pretty glad that you bet on yourself. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, it was kind of a, a point in my career where I wasn't sure which direction uh, you know my, my career was going to go. So... Uh, you know, I just did the best with what I had and went to the races, just me and my dad in the back of a van. And, you know, after three races, I got picked up by factory Husqvarna. And that was an amazing feeling. And, yeah, it was, it was, it's good to get back on my feet. And, um, yeah, I'm really happy with how things are going. But just got to, you know, I got here from working hard and I'm just going to continue that. And, uh, yeah, just keep doing the best I can do. Now, moving on to these international events, obviously you don't get the ability to ride your full factory uh, Husqvarna motorcycle. It's just a matter of some of your select parts on the motorcycle. Not having that infrastructure of your race team and having the usual crew around you, do you find there's much adaptation to be able to come to these events? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I've always wanted to come and do you know overseas races, um, but I just never really got the opportunity to under some circumstances. But, um, you know, my team and... Everyone has been awesome to let me come do these and uh, everything's been going really smooth. Husqvarna Australia has been really great to us, uh, supplying us with bikes and uh, we just brought some parts over and it's all been really smooth. So, um, Also a really big uh, thank you goes to my mechanic Daniel. He you know, makes sure the bike's in the best condition and uh, really looks after me. So uh, lucky to have him as well. And a sensational uh, showing last night on night one at round four. Um, obviously what can you take in tonight's event uh, from what you learned yesterday? 
Yeah, I mean, I, I uh, didn't get a good start yesterday, but it's, I think it's the the first time I've ever uh, a bad start's been good. <laughs> I uh, avoided the first corner pileup, um, you know, and I was still kind of, I think I was an eighth by the first jump, but made up some quick passes, and um, yeah, I got into the lead by lap eight. Didn't ride my best, but um, yeah, I mean, it was awesome to get the win. I was happy with that, and um, I think today I'll be a lot better and looser on the bike. Awesome. Well, it's great to have you in Australia. We look forward to possible future uh, visits again. Yeah, definitely. We'd love to come back, and uh, thanks a lot. So now 2017 Isaacs Open, another visiting American rider, Nick Schmidt. Nick, uh, you've been here for the full Supercross series. How are you enjoying the trip? Yeah, no, it's awesome. It's definitely a good experience to come down here and uh, check out Australia. It's definitely some good racing and uh, it's been having a good time so far. And uh, how do you feel like the series has gone for you so far? We're, we're four rounds deep now after the first round here in Sydney. Uh, are the results what you expected? Yeah, no, the speed's there. It's not the results quite I want, but uh, it's racing, you know, you can't, you can't dwell on it. Every weekend uh, passes, just kind of look forward to the next one. And uh, speed's there. Qualified, I think, first last weekend, and I think I got uh, sixth of us. So uh, it's good, just building blocks. Just want to get on the box this, tonight and uh, just kind of build off of that. And, uh, the speed shows and lap times and everything like that. So just kind of need to put it together. It's a little different racing down here, though. I'm used to a little more hard facts. So uh, getting used to the Australian dirts. We find that a lot of American riders, when they're visiting, uh, do struggle with a lack of traction, especially a lot of the outdoor supercrosses. The controlled environment here in uh, Kudos Bank Arena, is that going to help you a little bit? Yeah, no, it's definitely more like home. It's, uh, it's kind of like being over in Europe, actually. It's a little tight racing, closer racing, and uh, I look forward to it. It's kind of more, feels like home event. Uh, everybody's inside. It's not an outside stadium, but it's, uh, it's a good event. I'll show you if it's on the Supercross Series, so uh, definitely had a good time and uh, looking forward to the track tonight. Awesome, awesome. And uh, your expectations for tonight? I'll get on the box, nothing less. I gotta back it up. So, uh, yeah, tonight for sure, look for the number nine on the box. That's the goal. Fantastic, mate. Best of luck for tonight. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Circa Yamaha's Jackson Richardson, current Australian Supercross champion in 250cc class. Jackson, uh, probably not the exact result you're looking for last night. How do you feel about day one here at AusX Open? Yeah, yeah, the first day didn't go too bad. Had a solid qualifier and, um, I mean, made it straight out of the heat, which made life real easy. And, um, yeah, got a decent start in the main. But, um, yeah, we got in the lead at one point and probably just rode a little tight. The other guys were riding really fast. So, yeah, like, it was, I mean, it was tough to pass out there as well, which didn't help. But, um, I mean, those boys rode good and, like, we're all pretty close on speed. So, I mean, just bought it home in third and um, hopefully rebound and uh, get a W tonight. So looking at the, the heat lap times as well as qualifying, you seem to be the, the uh, front runner as far as pace is concerned in the category. Is there anything you can take from the result last night to help you improve it tonight? Oh yeah, definitely. Like, we know our pace is good. We just got to really um, like keep the pace going for the whole 15 laps and uh, yeah, that'll be important. And just being consistent, the track's really technical. so. It's just all about hitting your marks and hitting your rhythms every lap and nailing those whoops. The whoops were pretty tricky, so so yeah, we just got to work out a few kinks, but uh, I'm confident we'll get it done. And as far as this event itself is concerned, obviously it's the, the highlight of the Australian Supercross mm -hmm. calendar. Um, an eventful event for you last year, wrapping up the championship in, in fairly uh, outstanding circumstances. Does mm -hmm. um, this event have a bit of a special place in your heart? Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, I think it's got a special 
spot for uh, all of us over here because um yeah like the atmosphere is really good the crowd's awesome and i mean it just makes you go that little bit harder when you hear the crowd out there and stuff and i mean like i've had some good times here especially last year with winning the championship like that was uh yeah it was an unreal experience the way it all unfolded and everything and uh yeah, I mean, hopefully we'll have another good night tonight. Hopefully we'll get a win and uh, take it into Jim Boomer and uh, hopefully end up with a title. Awesome. Well, best of luck for tonight and uh, we'll see how you go for the next couple of weekends. Awesome, mate. Thank you. So the big winner in the 250cc class, night one, uh, Wilbur, you had a great night on your DPH Yamaha. What can you tell us about the first day's results? Yeah, um, I went in and uh, didn't qualify that well. I was in fourth, um, first time out of the top three, and then went into my heat race and, you know, guys here at DPH Yamaha, they got me a real fast bike and I got a huge hole shot and ended up winning my heat race and put me in a good position for the main, good gate pick and, you know, we put another hole shot and led the whole race, so, you know, the main couldn't go on any better and couldn't be any more happy. So the 250cc championship has uh, been a real uh, up and down result for, for a lot of the top riders and uh, we've seen a few of the top riders have some injury problems. Um, last night's results got to raise your expectations as far as being able to bring this championship home. Yeah, well for sure. You know, I went into round one and I didn't expect anything of myself and I, had, I pulled a really bad start and came all the way to the front and surprised myself a little bit. And then the next, next round I ended up getting a podium and uh, round three after that, I ended up getting my first win. So, you know, we've been building every round and came to Ozex this weekend and just got the win on what, night one. So, you know, I mean, we've been getting better every weekend and, you know, we've been putting in the work. So, you know, obviously uh, Gavin's gone home and Hayden had a crash and it's opened the door for a lot of us other guys. And, you know, uh, just couldn't be any happy with how I've been riding these last two weeks. So. And as one of the younger riders in the field, uh, do you feel a lack of experience this indoor supercross is uh, an advantage or a disadvantage to you? Well, I, I don't think it's either, you know. Um, I've never really done it before, but I feel like I've adapted pretty fast. So, you know, I've been getting better every time I've been on the track. So, you know, onwards and upwards from here, and we're going to keep trying to improve and you know, try, try and work, work towards the championship. That would be pretty awesome. And obviously this being the biggest event on the Australian Supercross calendar, the team's rolled out some pretty uh, spectacular livery for the weekend with the Chrome YZ GPF that you're riding. Does this extra effort and extra attention to detail change the way you approach the race? It's a pretty exciting event. Oh, it doesn't really change my approach to the race, but I think it looks super awesome. You know, the boys have done a good job with you know, making the bike look awesome for this weekend. You know, when you've got the plastic stick and chrome, and, you know, it, just, it looks sick, so to put it on the top step is even better. Awesome. Well, best of luck for tonight, and uh, we'll see if we can get a result uh, similar to last night. Yeah, I hope so. Thank you very much. And a late inclusion to the 250cc class to finish out the Australian Supercross Championship is uh, filling in at Factory Honda, Chris Blows. Chris, uh, what's your first uh, thoughts of the experience in Australia? Uh, it's not my first time over here. I was over here in 2011, and uh, you know, it's good to be back. And it's, uh, it's been an awesome time. I got here Sunday and got some riding in, and uh, you know what? Just looking forward to tonight. Obviously, you, you have a tremendous amount of experience and, and great success in the U.S. Arena Cross Championship. Uh, that's obviously uh, brings a, a certain skill set for this sort of event at the Ozax Open. Do you feel that's a big advantage for you? Uh, yeah, at the same time, I, I do. But then again, you know, everyone's out here to race and everyone's uh, got skills. So um, at the end of the day, we're 
and uh, obviously a, a fairly last-minute decision to come down, fill in for the injured Gavin Faith, who's obviously one of your closest competitors in the Arena Cross Series uh, back home. Um, did you have any time to prepare or, or, or make any changes to your schedule to be able to accommodate? Um, it, like you said, it was pretty last minute, and I got here on um, Sunday, rode the bike a few times, and I felt comfortable right away. And you know, the team we made some adjustments. Uh, with the bike, and you know what? Each time I get on the bike, I feel more comfortable and comfortable. So, um, you know, it's a I got kind of thrown in, you know, to the uh, I wasn't expected to be thrown in, but unfortunately, Gavin got hurt and it's bummer for him. But um, just looking forward for this opportunity and then trying to get the win tonight. Fantastic, we put on a great show last night and, and, and put on the box, so hopefully, another good result tonight. Yeah, I felt good on the bike last night, and I was kept catching Wilson and. Um, you know, an unfortunate uh, circumstance with the lapper. Wilson got away, and uh, you know that's all she wrote for, for the rest of that main event. So, um, looking for some redemption tonight. Looking forward to the opportunity, a good start, and uh, hopefully getting a W. Awesome, awesome. Well, we've got two big events in front of you tonight here at Aussie Open, and then the final round next weekend in Queensland. So, best of luck. Yeah, thank you very much. But then you're like. And 2017 AusX Open, uh, beginning of day two, we're here with Team Honda's Justin Brayton. Now, Justin, you've had a, a commanding lead so far through the Australian Supercross Championship, some really dominating performances. Luck didn't go everything uh, your way last night. Uh, how did you feel about night one's results? Yeah, last night was um, was obviously really tough as far as results was. I uh, came into the first turn first and uh, just got hit from behind and ended up crashing in the first turn and banged up my bike pretty good and uh, so my front end was real tweaked so I ended up crashing two more times just pushing the front end because I didn't really know where my front end was, it was so tweaked and also I didn't have a clutch because my clutch was bent way down where I couldn't reach it so really difficult I think you know if I didn't crash the other two times I think I'm still on the podium even with the circumstances but when you crash you know three times in a main event you don't really give yourself that good of a chance so looking for some uh, Redemption tonight, and um, felt good all day yesterday. Me and Jason and Dean were all real close in times, and I felt like if I got the start, I could beat them. And I executed it perfectly off the gate, and uh, just unfortunately, you can't control what happens behind you, and you got hit from behind. So it's all good. New day, and uh, excited to get it rolling. Obviously, you bring a lot of experience to these tighter tracks with a fair bit of arena cross experience. Um, does the big picture of the Australian Supercross Championship points lead uh, weigh heavy as far as putting in a real aggressive uh, night tonight? That's for sure the number one focus, but really, really close behind that is to win tonight. I, I don't really want uh, you know the other guys coming in here and 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 beating me the way they kind of did last night, which obviously I was on the ground, but still, I just uh, I want to be able to kind of win the race tonight, and um, which obviously helps the championship, but in the back of my mind, I'm for sure thinking about, you know, I don't want to get into a crazy aggressive bang fest with, with any of the guys. Uh, I want to be smart, but also I think I'm capable of winning the race, and uh, that would be the perfect scenario. So you've been down under now for a, for a, a fair few weeks, uh, staying down for the entire Supercross Championship. You're becoming a bit of a local. Uh, season finishes next week uh, back up in Queensland. Where are the movements uh, after next weekend? Yeah, I've been stoked to be over here. We've been here a couple months now, and I love it. We spend a lot of time in Queensland on the Sunshine Coast, and one of my favorite places I've ever been throughout my travel in the world. And um, So we'll race uh, tonight and then go back to Queensland, race uh, 
Jim Boomba next weekend, and then we'll, we'll hang out on the Gold Coast for a couple days, and then fly back to the States on Tuesday. And have you got any other off-season events uh, planned for the piece, uh, before I know one? Yeah, so I'll be in America for a week doing some riding and, and uh, training, and then we're off to Geneva, Switzerland to do that race over there. Um, I, I really enjoy that race. I've done it. This is, I think, my sixth or seventh year doing it. So, um, yeah, we'll, we'll do that, and then straight to California after that to do some more testing and kind of wrap up uh, testing stuff and try a few more things here and there, but uh, we're pretty close at the moment, so... Um, not much more in that area, uh, and then before you know, we'll be on the gate for Anaheim. And, and finally, moving forward to the 2018 US Supercross Series, do you feel that this endless summer of Supercross that the schedule allows for you to do now, missing the US Nationals, uh, is this helping you with uh, your Supercross preparation? For sure it helps. Uh, you know, I did a little bit of a breather during the summer, get to regroup, spend some time with my family, and uh, you know, to do this at the highest level, level you got to wake up every morning super motivated and, and ready to go. And, it's definitely helped that. Uh, this year's a huge advantage as far as being on the same motorcycle in Australia and in the States. Last year I wasn't. I was on a, the 16 Honda and switched to the 17 right before the season a few weeks out. So a little bit unprepared last year. This year I feel like I'm a lot more prepared and uh, I think it's going to show in my results once I get back home. Awesome. Well, best of luck for tonight and uh, look for a couple of good results. Cool. Thank you. A late inclusion to the 2017 Isaacs Open is American Supercross icon, Ronnie Mack. Uncle Ronnie, how did they come up with the title of Supercross icon? I think the big thing is they realized that I'd never been able to ride the Supercross series. And they know that if I was able to ride it all these years, there would be no King of Supercross, Jeremy McGrath, there'd be no GOAT, there'd be no Ryan Dungies, there'd be none of them. They'd all be Ronnie Mack on it. And that's the whole thing why they say Supercross Icon, because they see my videos, they know. They know the speed, the outright speed that I fucking carry. All goddamn day. I got fucking handfuls of speed, dog. I got speed stuck in my back pocket for days. And why, why have you not competed in some of these championships? Is there, is there reasons why you haven't you know, taken these big hitters on over the years in Supercross? Breathalyzers, drug tests, I mean, all those are definitely a contributing factor to all these different reasons why I haven't been champion and you know you look at my time I've spent behind bars compared to the time I've spent behind handlebars on a dirt bike it's definitely um, probably swaying towards the other way being behind the steel bars of a fucking jail cell and that's why these guys are stacking titles up and saying that they're a champion of these and champion of that and damn four strokes fucking took over after I'd been in prison for so damn long and I come out and all of a sudden everybody's sucking each other's cocks off riding these four bangers and it's just it's disgusting now they're trying to ride electric pieces of shit this whole sport's a fucking disgrace. Everyone should just go home and kill themselves. Well, moving on, you've got the opportunity to come out and do this event in Sydney. Uh, you mentioned earlier today that it was your first plane flight. Uh, how, how did that go for you, and, and how did you manage to get through US Customs? I mean, honestly, everybody knew coming in. When I, when I came into Australia, they were like, this guy is fucking purebred American. This guy is as American as it gets. They almost didn't want to let me in, you know, and they're like, well, what about getting back? I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, I'm the staple of America. I don't need a fucking passport to get back. You know, I don't even, they're going to see Ronnie Mack. I'm like, oh, God damn, welcome home, Ronnie. We're glad you're here to rule the fucking country again. And at the end of the day, it was my first plane flight. I mean, 
they talk about this Mile High Club, like, oh, I never had sex on a plane. I got my dick sucked like five times while I was on the plane. And we were coming in, oh, you Rowdy Mac, oh, you did this, you won this. Oh, man, I seen your YouTube videos. Blah, blah, blah. It's just stuff I have to deal with every day now. I'm all rich and famous and shit. So moving on to the event itself, they've got you in a two-stroke head-to-head match race with uh, arguably the greatest of all time, Ricky Carmichael. Now, there were some perhaps dirty moves last night. How do you feel about day one? Oh, it's whatever. He wants to play me dirty on day one. It don't mean no fucking shit to me. This is just some jerk-off race anyways, man. Like, I'm, I'm, people know I'm a champion. I don't need to fucking cross no finish line first to tell anyone that. And at the end of the day, like, Goat's gonna get what the Goat's got coming to him tonight. And, um, you know, I think we're gonna see that 1998 Screaming Eagle, Comic Crushing, Pussy Ripping CR250 take the checkered flag. There ain't no doubt about it. He talking about his 2005 championship bike. Well, fuck. Ain't no Ronnie Mack in that 2005 Supercross class. So that bike, you might as well fucking set it on fire and shit on it. And, and moving forward, one final question is, uh, what are your plans for the 2018 series? Have you got uh, more events coming up in your calendar? Oh, fuck no, man. I ain't no events. Like, if somebody wants to pay me a bunch of money, I'll go ride wherever. It don't matter. You think I wanted to come down here and fucking call me Australia and ride some goddamn shithole supercross track? No, man. I'd rather really, really be back home jumping big shit in Oklahoma. 500 footers. But, you know, we can't... Beer's not free. I mean, someone's got to fucking pay the bill. And at the end of the day, if these guys want to pay me millions of dollars to come out here and drink beer with them and fucking show them my outright speed, then I'm going to take the money. I'm going to take the money and run with it. And, and finally, Uncle Ronnie, how do you feel like the Australian uh, race public has embraced you? You know, I will say this. These Australians are awesome, you know, and I wanted to come down here and teach them my American pride. And that was my whole thing from day one is, like, I don't want them to love America. Whatever. I want them to love their country. Because I fucking hate their country. But I want them, as Australians, to love their country as much as I love mine. Because that's what patriotism's all about. You know, right now it makes me goddamn sick. I'd throw up my damn grave every time I watch damn NFL game and I see someone kneeling to the flag. And out here in Australia, I want people to know that you need to have pride from your country. And I'll let, you know, these guys can go on and on and say, oh, Australia is great. You know, America is the best country in the universe. There's no doubt about that. But these guys don't need to think that. They need to think that Australia is the best country. And that's, that's called patriotism. Well, thanks, Ronnie, and best of luck for day two, and uh, we'll see what you got. I don't need luck. Twenty seventeen Ozex Open here in Sydney, talking with Team Mega Monster Kawasaki's Nathan Crawford. Nathan, uh, first nights in the books. Uh, what can you tell us about last night? Yeah, it was pretty fun. Uh, it was a great event. Uh, had some good results, got some good laps put down. Uh, yeah, so we got into the main event, pulled a whole shot, and led for about six to seven laps. And uh, yeah, just you know, I'm obviously not racing any slashes, so uh, tightened up a little bit. I think I got sixth or something. So. Considering who I'm racing, I'm pretty happy with that, and I'm uh, just ready to back it up again tonight. So looking at day two, looks like no significant changes to the track. Uh, what can you take from the positives from last night and, and help improve on those performances for an outright result? Yeah, well, I usually get better the more I ride track. So uh, yeah, the track hasn't changed any, so we'll go out and practice, and uh, we'll be already dialed in and, and just trying to find those one percenters on the track wherever I can. So looking forward to get out and practice, and uh, we'll be ready to send it. 
And obviously, you know, a, a great start to the main event last night. Uh, where do you feel like you went wrong to be able to, to cost you a few positions? Uh, once I got once I got passed by one person, I uh, tightened up a little bit, started riding a little defensive, and uh, obviously then the lap times dropped a little. So, um, like I said before, I'm racing the best people in Australia, so I just need to uh, I need to uh, get bring my A game in a little more to run up front with them boys. And as far as this event's concerned, it's it's the highlight of the Australian Supercross calendar. Um, is it an event you look forward to? Yeah, I've been looking forward to this event uh, since the end of motocross started supercross um Ozex open is the best event i think we have in australia all year so uh we always look forward to coming around to this event and um yeah racing in front of a packed out crowd two nights in a row awesome mate uh, any final words uh ready to send it thank you So after a stellar start to the 2017 Aussex Open, here with Team Mega Monster Kawasaki's Dan Reardon. Dan, uh, obviously a pretty positive result last night. How do you feel the night went? Yeah, I felt the, uh, I think the whole day, whole night uh, went well. Uh, we had a small issue in our final. Um, my side, like my, my start button got jammed and got stuck. And so my forks were, they couldn't work. Um, and we tried to unclip it for the entire lap and our side lap and it wasn't going to happen so we went back to the start and I said to Teasy just just rip it off like we're not we can't use the start button now which put me in a massive disadvantage off the gate but for whatever reason I uh I saw an opening in that first turn I just took it and I come out third which was crazy so I wasn't expecting that and then um yeah worked my way to the front and uh yeah I sort of peeling off laps now that I look at it I was probably peeling off laps too easy I probably should have put the hammer down a little bit more but I had no idea what was um where Wilson was I didn't know who was in second when Wilson passed me I was a little bit surprised I thought maybe he might have used the joker lane and uh same when Anderson passed me so um yeah maybe I'll just keep a little bit of a lookout tonight and sort of have an idea where I'm on track and everyone else but I was just in my own little zone and just peeling out laps and um that was it finish on the box is uh is awesome uh it's a uh, especially special to do it here um just because of the the exposure of the people that come and the whole hype about this round so hopefully we can do the same again um like i said yesterday qualifying practice everything that went well so the idea is to set that pace again early so obviously a good result last night and from what you've learned from last night not a lot of training changes to the track for tonight mainly just maintenance um do you feel like you can take some uh learn things from from last night and perhaps activate them into better results yeah i think so um as the race sort of developed as, as we went from qualifying to racing last night into the main event there's a couple of spots of the track where you just don't know which is the better line you have a lot of options um I think we figured that out late last night, and uh, this way we'll be able to start the day off like that, and uh, just see if we can try and improve just a couple of small bits and pieces. Uh, the whoops are fresh again. That's a that plays a role in any Supercross race, and it plays massively here as well. Short track, short lap time, long set of whoops. So um, you know that percentage of that around the track is actually fairly high. Um, you know the American boys are fast; they're always going to be fast. And we can just, you know, we just do what we can um, with what we have, and yeah, I think uh, I think we should be fine. And uh, looking at this Supercross Championship as an overall, obviously a fairly late inclusion to mm -hmm. join Troy Carroll's Kawasaki team. Yep. Um, how do you feel the the series as a whole has gone for you? And is there anything you would have changed, or you know, looking back? Uh, no, I definitely wouldn't have changed anything. Um, you know, it's been good being part of this team. It's a shame it's it's coming to an end for these guys. Uh, yeah, it's just it's such a such a good environment in this you know we all want to win but we're just it's very cruisy as well which is, is what i like you know they just want to have fun and they want to go racing and do well um but it's a really mellow atmosphere which which suits me 
quite uh, quite good. Um, as with any new team or change, it takes time to develop and test and everything like that. And we, we've actually done quite a fair bit of testing off the, um, oh, sorry, before the season has started, but it's not until you actually go racing that you actually learn a lot about the bike and, um, and you know, you try and change things, you know, before the next round. And that's what we've done. So theoretically, we've, we've had three rounds or fourth now. And, um, you know, every weekend we just get a little bit better. We make a change to the bike and, I just need more time, really. It's kind of, you know, to have a six-round series makes it very, very hard to to develop something and do good at the same time. Um, you know, the rounds that we've had so far, the conditions here in Australia have been terrible, really. Um, the the dirt that we've we've been dealt with and have to be able to ride on has been, um, yeah, subpar, that's for sure. So it's nice that we have some traction here. Um, because otherwise, when, when the tracks are the way they have been, you're just stuck. You know, you're like, oh, this is as fast as I can go tonight, and it's boring. It's boring for us. It's, uh, I'm sure it's boring for the people watching. So, um, yeah, my series so far hasn't been great. It hasn't been what I wanted to do, but there's been a lot of instances where I just feel like this is as, as good as it can get. Um, and I have hit the ground a couple of times as well, which doesn't help. And finally, moving forward to 2018, uh, how, how's your plans going for moving forward for next season? Yeah, they're going good. Um, Australia stuff, uh, to be honest, I haven't really spoken to anybody. Um, I'm not stressed about it. I think you know, Supercross deals, you know, especially for myself because I'm a Supercross only guy. Um, you know, they, you know, people know that I can ride Supercross well and that I can put together, um, you know, sponsors and companies and everything to come together if I need to be. Um, you know, things will probably happen later. Um, you know, I'm not ready to jump on anything right now. Uh, my focus is either get back to the US and um, or and or uh, to the UK. So just trying to finalise that at the moment. And yeah, I should have a decision on that in the next week or so. And yeah, awesome. We look forward to hearing big news. Yeah, all thanks, right, mate. mate. Thank you. And now here with Geico Honda's RJ Hampshire. RJ, uh, first trip to Australia. How are you enjoying it? Uh, it's been awesome. The area is sweet. Uh, Wish the racing was a little bit better last night, but um, man, I'm pumped to be here. The place is uh, really blowing me away. And got to tour it quite a bit, which was uh, cool. We usually don't get to do that. And then um, I'm racing a 450, so uh, couldn't really be much better. And uh, obviously, it was a pretty last-minute inclusion for you to, to join the event. And normally, being a 250cc class rider, uh, was it difficult to adapt to get up to the 450, especially the tight indoors? Well, I've been riding a little bit of 450 back home just because we um, don't have a 250 right now back on the East Coast. So I've just been riding it just to get seat, seat time. Didn't really think I'd be racing it at all. And then uh, I got this call like three minutes or three days before I had to be here. So I was like, all right, cool. I thought I was on a 250, and then like last minute, I was like, all right, it's 450. So I was like, all right, sweet. Like I'm not, I'm not too worried about it, but. It's cool, it's uh, kind of hard to get used to, this stuff's tight too, so I'm sliding everywhere, I'm, I'll just squirrel there for a little bit, but uh, it's fun, I mean, like I said, I'm pumped to be here, I'm trying to have a little bit more fun tonight. And do you have a lot of experience with a tight uh, arena cross style track? Uh, I did two arena crosses back in the day, uh, 2012, 2013 I think, right before I went pro, and I uh, pretty much did the same thing then as what I did last night, which was crash a lot, so hopefully uh, we turn that around tonight. I mean, yesterday I felt good in practice, and then first heat race came out right off the gate, clipped the rear tire, hit my head pretty hard right off the bat, tweaked my whole bike up. Didn't really have time to change much between the heat race, semi, and LCQ, so I was riding completely like tweak, then crashed again in the main. It was a tough night. I crashed more last night than I have the whole year, so uh, yeah, looking for better, and hopefully just kind of calm down a little bit. And 
by the looks of it for day two, not a real lot of changes to the track, just some refinements. Um, do you think that's going to help you actually having some track time now? Uh, I mean, track time really wasn't an idea. Uh, it just got super slick and dry late, and um, I was struggling with traction bad. I mean, I'm used to kind of being able to get on under those 250s and get on the 450, my you know, rear end comes around and caught one time, slid out, I lost the front a couple, a couple times. And, uh, you know, I, actually I think it's going to be better because we don't have two practices today, just one practice, so I think the track's going to be um, so beat down later on, like, later on in the night, um, which will probably be better for me at least. Awesome, well, welcome to Australia and hope you enjoyed the trip. Yeah, thank you, it's been awesome.